0: I am Late's Camera Jackson. Happy Holidays and welcome to the LCJ Q&A Podcast. You can also read these interviews at animationscoop.com. Always love animated holiday specials and especially the new ones that come out. We've got a fantastic one premiering this Tuesday night, November 29th, 9pm Eastern on CBS right after Rudolph. It's reindeer in here. And joining me, executive producer Adam Reed, director Lino DiSalvo. Guys, welcome to the LCJ Q&A. Thanks man. Thanks thanks for having us. Ah, so really enjoyed this special. Loved it. It's sweet. It's got that perfect holiday feel to it and the cast and the humor. We're going to get into all aspects, but Adam, let me start with you. This special is based on your holiday book that came out just about five years ago to the day. So how does it feel to see your story come to life in this way?
1: It's very surreal, as as Lino knows, um, and, and many people know. I'm I'm actually a television producer by trade, but I had never done animation before. Um, so thank God I had Lino and our incredible team kind of directing us the entire way. But it is surreal because you know when I started writing children's books. Again, I'm a television producer by day, and and children's books started as my hobby. Um, and now to see what this has become, because it started as really a, a Christmas tradition for my own family. Uh, I couldn't find a Christmas tradition out there that I felt was positive and didn't stress me out as a parent at holiday time. So I said, I'm going to create one. And uh, Reindeer in Here was born and um, just so thrilled. We're, we're very, very lucky not only to have Lino, but our amazing writers, our amazing producers it, it, and, and our incredible talent. Um, the level of talent, which I know you said we'll get into, is far and away uh, more than I ever could have wished uh, for this project. It's very exciting.
0: Yeah, it's such a good quality product, Reindeer in here, this special. And, and Lino, I mentioned that it's airing right after Rudolph, an iconic holiday special. How did that special inspire you when you were growing up along with the other classic animated holiday specials?
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, there's no pressure, right? Like We're just coming after one of the Great. Um, I would say between the Muppets Mm. and the Rankin Bass specials, uh, they were pretty influential. I mean, I have really fond memories of just sitting there and just looking at the magic, right? Just being pulled into the story. And yeah, like, I mean, subconsciously it was in there. Um, And I was drawing those characters when I was young, like, they may be, maybe some of the first characters I I was drawing. And now to be involved in a Christmas special, come on, man. It's like, it's amazing. It's super cool. It's, and I'm really happy that you said that, um, that you think it's, it's a very high quality, hmm. the craft of animation, because it, it, so as someone that's coming from feature, I very much, and Adam can attest to this. Like we wanted something that looked handcrafted and, and very high quality.
1: Yeah, and, I, and I'll say two things on that front. So when we got when we got together and and we brought the writers on board and we and we brought Leo on board, I literally said to them, "We are looking to make something that outlives us all." So you know the the, the and 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 I I didn't really say it in jest. I was serious. Right. I, I remember as a child, and of course, I now watch Rudolph with my my kids and that was always the bar from the writing, from the directing, from the, the crafting of everything. And what Lino was so brilliant at doing and the entire jam animation team is if you look at the actual book, the reindeer and here book, there's a very classic quality to it, but classic, but contemporary. Mm-hmm. And so when Lino and I were talking, it was really his idea to go, okay, how do we make this feel more CG feeling, but have a handcrafted, hand-painted look. And for us, we didn't want to be sitting here 20 years from now going like, oh, this feels outdated. We wanted this to feel like, oh, wow, I haven't seen something in this fashion before. And to Lino's credit, he elevated it to a level that I could have never, ever, ever expected. I appreciate that.
0: You're right. The craftsmanship, even in Santa's workshop, when we get some of those scenes and all those little details really come through. We have a boy named Theo and his new reindeer friend, Blizzard. They're on a quest to save Christmas. And Adam, what were your goals with what you wanted to show with this really sweet friendship?
1: Well, look, the the overall story um as you may or may not be aware if you look at the book and of course the story was based on the book but 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 the movie is and and the special is much much of a broader story the real message behind reindeer in here is that being different is normal right the reindeer our our main reindeer blizzard has one antler smaller than the other he's always felt different and theo being in this small town moving from city to city because his his parents are always uh, uh, going into new jobs always felt different in an outsider too. So this is a story of belonging, of it's okay to feel different. We all feel different at some point in our lives, right? Children always feel different. And if you look at all the characters in the movie, they're all different as normal characters. We have a pink reindeer named Pinky. We have a candy cane. uh, uh, We have a a, a snow girl with a candy cane nose named Candy, Um, uh, which again, brilliant design with Lino and the Jamfield team. And so for us, it was really... Beyond trying to create a, a Christmas classic and the, and looking at the theme of different as normal, what we really set out to do is create something, as many of the Pixar films have done over the years, I mean, the great Disney films have done all the years that you can watch as a family. And not only is has a ton of heart and has a ton of comedy and emotion, but at the same time works on both levels for children and parents. So there's a lot of humor in here that the kids aren't really always going to get but the adults will. So so. there's kind of those Easter eggs within there. Um, and that's why we feel it's really for the whole family.
2: Yeah.
0: And that was one of my favorite lines. At one point, Blizzard says to Theo, different is normal. It isn't something to hide. Lino, what did you want to express and how did you want to present these emotional core themes that we get from lines like that?
2: Yeah, it's, it's a great question. So, as a feature guy coming into this space, into TV, and and having you know forty four minutes, and you're moving at a faster clip through production, I had to figure a way of like this has to look great. I have to take what I've learned, and I don't want to just like speed through it, right? Like there. So what we did was, and I've done this on preview shows, including my Disney projects, is the emotional crescendo of every sequence, we basically would put all of our efforts around those shots. And then the further away you got from that emotional crescendo, those were the shots where if they felt a little bit like connective tissue, then we would bid those shots a little bit quicker. But the emotional shots, and I I won't give away any spoilers, but they're, they're very pivotal emotional shots. We animated them as if we were making a feature, right? Like all the energy casting the best animators, the collaboration, the iteration over and over on those. So hopefully when you watch it, the emotional parts of the movie, they really come through. They absolutely do.
0: Yeah, Adam and Lino are with me here on the LCJ Q&A podcast. Reindeer in here premieres Tuesday at nine o'clock Eastern on CBS. When I was watching the opening credits and it just goes from one name after another and I go, Here's another comedy heavyweight. Here's another comedy heavyweight. Here's another one. It's incredible. Adam Devine, Jim Gaffigan, Melissa Villasenor, Donald Faison, Joe Goy, Yannis Cameron Beret. Adam, how did you assemble this comedy dream team here for Reindeer in here?
1: By the way, and don't forget the incredible Henry Winkler, who I know is not a comedian. I know, I know. But he is funny, funny, funny. <laughs> um, look, I will tell you, I, I, again, we, we started out with this, that it's just so surreal to me that we're here because... You know, Lino and I have talked about this. Had this been, you know, an hour and a half, two hours, we could have released this in the theaters. Like, it's that great of a cast. You don't see this level of a cast in a a TV animated special. I think there were two things. Um, And and to be very clear, not revealing too much, but the actors were not paid a lot of money for this. They did this for two reasons. One, they all reacted to the message that being different is normal. And I will tell you, Henry Winkler, who we adore, was the first actor to sign on board. And Henry wasn't worried about what he was going to make or anything. Henry has been dyslexic since he was a kid and has always felt different and read the script and fell in love with it and said, I've got to do this movie. And when Henry jumped in, we literally, Lino and I and the producing team put a list of our first choices for every role. And we were so lucky to literally get every first choice of every role that we went out for. Um, And so, number one, it was different as normal message. And number two, I think they understood and reacted to the ability to be involved in something that truly could be a Christmas classic and a Christmas tradition that, that, that could outlive us all. And, you know, I, I said that earlier where that's was kind of the bar that was set. We want this thing to outlive us all. And I think if you look at the book and plush set, by the way, shameless plug, if you look at the, uh, if you look at the book and plush set, right, what that has shown over the past few years, because it comes with a book and a plush, that tradition is a real thing when they get that reindeer, it becomes their own and they love it. Right. So I think the actors, as they read the script, by the way, our amazing writers, um, Greg, Greg Erb and Jason Ormland, I think they responded to the heart, the humor, the emotion, and the fact that it could be a Christmas classic that as a, at the most magical time of year, holiday time, you can put out a message that being different is normal, but also have it feel like this is a message that lasts year round, but because you're a holiday time, it becomes an even more magical message. And look, you know, as Lena was telling you, this, we don't hit you over the head with that message. That message is subtle throughout the whole film and, and you saw it. So, you know, but I do think we got, we got super lucky that, that they, the actors responded to those two things. And that's why they, they, they joined you. You would look at Reno, Reno's resume and my resume is a, you know, kind of live action TV producer and go, Oh, these guys are in the business. Of course they got all these actor friends and they put them in. No, no, no. Like, These actors did it because they love the script and the message.
0: And the opportunity for this to be on CBS, the home of Rudolph, the home of Frosty for decades and and that opportunity. And I wanted to mention Henry Winkler because he won an Emmy for his voice work on Clifford. He's been in Monsters at Work recently and Rugrats recently. So it's really cool, Lino, that he cared so much about uh, this role of Smiley and, and the depth that he brings to his voice performances is
2: fantastic. So good. We're working with him and him having a take right away. So good. The, ca- the yeah, character is amazing.
1: He he, and and we're not going to give anything away, but he plays a five hundred year old elf, right? And there had to be depth to this character for reasons that you know, having seen the film. And Henry called me when he got the role, and he said, "Look, I just want to talk through Smiley. I want to understand him. I want to understand his backstory." And so Lena and I talked about it and really worked with him. And like he came in with such an amazing take, where. You know, Lino and I are on the bo session, and we're kind of texting back and forth as the bo is going. And we, you know, I might have had a note or two, um, and we're going back and forth, going, "Man, can we give fa- the Fonz notes? Like he's so good, <laughs> You can't really like, give Fonzie notes." Um, but he's incredible. He's an incredible human being above all else. And once he came in, everyone else came in. It's
0: beautiful. So obviously, this is on CBS. Who came up with the idea for the newscaster to be Walrus Cronkite?
1: That's the writers. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm pretty positive that was the writers. And, and by the way, I think you'll see things in the movie, right? Like Barnes and Noel. It's not Barnes and Noble, but it's Barnes. Right. We have these little Easter eggs where as as a as a parent, as an adult, you're going, oh, that's that's cute. You know, there, there's a line in the movie where, you know, we talk about Blizz being responsible for the Cabbage Patch shortage years right. ago. Right. So like kids won't get that, but we all get it. So, you know, it becomes even more fun.
0: No, that's awesome, Adam. It really is. And, and Lito, I know since you said you drew some of the classic holiday special characters when you were young, getting the opportunity to create a North Pole and to create that environment and atmosphere, that must have been a dream come true for you. And what were some of the kind of intricacies and, and challenges you faced when uh, bringing the North Pole to life?
2: Yeah, we w- well, we wanted to do something unique, right? Like we we brought up all you know all the past projects that were about christmas and they had the north pole in there and we wanted to make it very specific when you watch the movie you'll notice a lot of the little design language there's antlers like the the roofs come to these little apexes and there's little antlers to to just reinforce the idea like oh yeah this is there there are reindeer here that are like working and living their life but yeah we wanted to make it feel populated but still cozy Hmm. you know the fun thing too is when you start going down the creative path of all right so all the animals in the north pole are living in apartments now you have to start thinking about like all right what size doors are they using how big you know how many of the the ramps like when walruses right like the walrus need to go up the ramps and they need to slide down them the little mice they've got little doors versus big doors Um, so again, like hopefully if you rewatch it many times, you'll catch all of those little really specific things. And yeah, like, you know, working on a Christmas project, I can, yeah, it's just, it was wonderful.
1: And by by the way, that's a bit of a challenge, right? Because when we set out to do this, you're dealing with Christmas. There are some real absolutes about Christmas that you cannot mess with, Mm. right? But you don't want to... You don't want to not innovate. We had an opportunity to innovate here. So we had a lot of conversations about, okay, what are the things of Christmas that you cannot mess with? And what are the things that like, oh, you could tweak a little bit, right? And there's a moment in the movie where Blizzard and and Donner meet up for a very funny, quick exchange, right? And that's like you're playing with the mythology and giving a nod to Donner because Donner is always going to be there. But this, you know, became a movie about a reindeer and reindeers. And to Lino's point, looking at the North Pole, giving those little reindeer elements, your eye will start to pick them out, um, was fun for us because that was an element we could push a little further. I think a lot of animated movies in this space play with, you know, Santa and the elves. And there was not, outside of Rudolph, which, you know, is is the king of, of all, you know, there was not a lot of mythology and and movies about reindeer. So I think we had a real opportunity here to build that out.
0: You do a great job with it. Before we wrap up, the special is complete. It's about to air to millions of people. It's a a special about wishes and wishes coming true. For both of you, Adam, I'll start with you. What is your biggest wish for this holiday season?
1: Oh man, that's a good question. (laughs) Look, uh, my my, my biggest wish for this holiday season, I, I created this, tradition for my family and I never anticipated it becoming what has become so my big Christmas wish is that families gather around the TV set and that makes me sound old the TV set the flat screen um you know and 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 watch this and enjoy it for everything it is and let it bring some light some heart, some comedy and some fun to their lives at the most magical time of year. And no, to your point, it is a story about being different as normal. And it's a story about wishes because all wishes can come true. You see that with Theo, you see that with Blizzard. And although this is a holiday movie, you know, that's a message that I think we can hang on to year round. So just to bring some joy, man, we're we're in a tough time in the world these days. So just to bring some joy and magic to, to families around the world at holiday time, that's the only thing I, I I hope for.
0: Lino, what about you?
2: I'm not following that up. That's the uh, listen. Whatever Adam said, I that's I feel exactly the same way. <laughs>
0: All your hard work is paying off because it's really nice. It's really sweet. The families are going to love this. Reindeer in Here premieres Tuesday night. Start with Rudolph at eight o'clock and watch Reindeer in Here at nine o'clock Eastern on CBS. Adam Reed, Lino DiSalvo. Thank you for creating this and thank you for your time today here on the LCJ Q&A podcast. Thanks, Thank Jack. I'm Lights, Camera, Jackson. For all more than 250 episodes of the LCJ q a podcast, go to Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Lights-Camera-Jackson.com.